Good morning, Columbus High students. It is Saturday, March eleventh, two thousand and five, and at least you're not in school, right? Please be advised that this episode contains homophobia, a homophobic slur, and tense situations. And now we'd like to take a moment to honor the very first person Zach had a crush on when they were both in fifth grade. Matilda Amo had a nice smile and was always reading interesting books, and rewarded Zach's affections by never once showing up totally unannounced on his doorstep. Thanks, Matilda. Gabe, the hell's going on? Whose car is that? Let me in. I shrug and step aside, leaving him to follow me into the front hall. I run a hand through my hair, which has no doubt formed some kind of topiary shape while I slept. I am sharply aware that I haven't put on deodorant, or brushed my teeth, and I'm still in pajamas, threadbare shirt from some eighth grade field trip, and boxers. After a moment, Gabe notices too, because his eyes widen slightly and, damn it, I refuse to be self-conscious about this, okay? I refuse. You're lucky I'm wearing anything. What the hell? I was asleep. It's 5 p.m. Why are you in my house? My mom. She heard about our date. I kept saying she didn't need to give me a ride, but she was going that way anyway. You couldn't warn me? Well, no. I don't have your phone number. Uh, Why did you tell your mom? I didn't. Pony. Jesus. Kid really can't keep a secret. She means well. Hooray, she doesn't actively want evil shit to happen. Let's throw her a parade. I don't know. There's something to be said for choosing kindness over cheap, snide remarks. Do you think anyone would notice if I immediately dropped you back off? My dad's home, so... (sighs) Shit. Zach. Yeah? Are you planning on putting pants on at some point? Really, at any point? Don't try to change me, baby. (sighs) This way. I'm not about to invite Gabe in while I change, but it feels equally weird to make him wait outside like a dog. Uh, do you want anything to eat or drink? We've got, I I don't know, uh, chips, Pop-Tarts, juice. You're seriously not going to put on pants. Try not to drop your monocle. I'm not asking you for outlandish things. I am asking you... To wear pants. Fine, I will cover my shame if it means that much to you. And in the meantime, here's a little something for your fainting couch. I'm not, like, proud of this, but... As I reach for my bedroom door, I use my other hand to tug down the neck of my shirt far enough to show some collarbone. Gabe just stares at me. Who knows what he's thinking? The cleanest clothes in the room all belong to Tori. Her laundry is still heaped under my bookshelf. The cleanest of my clothes are probably the jeans crumpled by the bed. I put them on, plus a sweatshirt so nobody has to be traumatized by my elbows, either. Brushing my teeth is non-negotiable. The inside of my mouth is, like, fuzzy. When I peek out into the hallway, it's empty. Eh, whatever. I trust that Gabe was smart enough to find the kitchen if he got hungry. When I finally bring myself to check the bathroom mirror, my hair is 
As bad as I feared, like some weird, abstract sculpture. Disaster in brown. If I brush it, Gabe will know I'm trying, which, no. If I don't brush it, it'll keep being hideous modern art. Comb a hand through the mess. <sighs> As if all that's standing between me and Gabe's good opinion is a respectable hairdo. Ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Maybe some water would help it lie flat? My hat is sitting in my room. I dart across the hallway and tug it on. Gabe? Oh, uh, I'm in the living room. Shit. All these trophies and stuff, are they yours? Bought them on eBay to impress you. You won the spelling bee twice. First place in the art fair. Best anti-drug speech, 1998. Perfect attendance. Not sure how that one made it in there. Think my parents were just filling out the row. My mom knows your mom. They do jazzercise together. Never said they didn't. <laughs> I keep thinking you're going to ask how my mom knew the way to your house. Oh, I just assumed I was being punished for something. Like, karmically. My mom has been to your house before. She knew your mom had a son, but she thought you were about 12? <laughs> I couldn't figure it out, but... There are pictures of you as a kid all over the place, and then nothing from the last four or five years at all. Yeah, well, turns out they don't give you a trophy for flunking freshman year. What? Krista said you were in second grade together. We were. Then I skipped a grade. Then I flunked a grade. Now we're in the same grade again. Zach, you won spelling bees. You had perfect attendance. What happened? Gabe's eyes widen. Tori's voice comes filtering back to me, like I'm a barefoot orphan in one of those Save the Children ads. Suddenly, I understand why she was such an asshole to Krista. What happened? Between middle school and now? See, this is awkward. Has nobody told you about puberty? A few years from now, you're going to start noticing certain changes. Your voice will get deeper, and you'll find hair growing in places where there wasn't hair before. But For, don't worry, it's it. all perfectly forget natural. It. I, I thought since we were stuck together anyway, we might as well try a normal human conversation. Believe it or not, Hey Zach, why are you such a screw-up is not the best icebreaker. Oh. I, I... I didn't... I'm sorry. See the kid on the end, totally not looking at the camera? That is a rare glimpse of young Leslie McClary in the wild. Oh, hey. Is that... A toy frog sticking out of her shirt pocket? You better believe it. No. Is that you in front? I have no memory of this photo being taken, but I can imagine how it went. The tallest members of Mural Club are in back, the rest kneel in a second row below them. I have formed a third row, all by myself, sprawled at their feet like a kid accustomed to being the shortest in any group photo. I'm resting my head in one hand, and I've got a paintbrush clenched in my teeth like a rose. The grin on my face is toothy and manic and hard to look at. No, I am the uh, much cooler kid, just out of frame. It's definitely you. You've got the same nose. Won it from him in a poker game. What middle schooler knows how to play poker? 
Unless you were a much cooler middle schooler than me. I was not. You can't know that. I can. Seriously, you dodged a bullet not meeting that kid. Uh, I, I think I have a picture of Tiny Krista somewhere. In second grade, we had to dress up like our favorite character from a book. She did the boxcar children and dressed up like a boxcar. I may need to see that. <laughs> Look, this doesn't have to be, like, torture. Neither of us wants to have a shitty Saturday. and We aren't terrible people. We just need to not kill each other, and then I can drop you back at your house. In the meantime, I'll lend you a book or something, okay? Yeah. I head back down the hallway, forcing my stride casual as my mind frantically maps the current mess on my floor, trying to remember if I left out anything embarrassing. I'm lucky. Tori and Cody drop by often enough that I'm probably in the clear. Well, except for the insides of some of my drawing notebooks, but Gabe is surely smart enough not to rifle through my papers, and if he isn't, well... I can always change my name and move to a different country, dye my hair, grow a mustache, join the French Foreign Legion. If you want a book, the books are... I manage not to say out loud, the books are in the bookcase, but it's close enough that I can't feel good about it. Gabe doesn't seem to notice, just takes a step toward the shelves and the mounds of Tori's clothes beneath them. I am struck with a vivid horrifying image of Gabe snagging his foot on a bra. Oh, look out. Um, I keep telling Tori not to leave her shit in my room. Uh, I'll get you a chair. I haven't bought many books since 8th grade. Well, there's the brand new copy of Tell Me How Long the Train's Been Gone in the bottom of my backpack, but that is a secret I'm taking to my grave. My shelves are mostly full of the cheesy fantasy and sci-fi novels I devoured in middle school. Slim pickings for someone like Gabe, who would probably rather toss one of those paperbacks in a blender and drink the pulp than read it. I wouldn't blame him. The imaginary Gabe who lives in my head and judges everything I've ever done makes some good points sometimes. Have you read Animorphs? (sighs) For crying out loud, yes, I've read Animorphs. I'm not a Martian. Or an Andalite. What's going on, dude? Sensing some hostility here. What does Tori think of this? Pretending to date? Uh, she thinks it's stupid? Why? Did you even run it by her first? Why the hell would I need to? It is in no way her call. Okay. I get it's none of my business, and I don't want to start a fight right now. Ooh, can't wait to see how this sentence ends. But for the record, that is a shitty thing to do to a person. What? Oh my god, dude, do you think that me and Tori are hooking up? You aren't? (laughs) Oh oh, oh my god, oh my god, man. Tori? What the hell? (laughs) You're always together. She leaves her underwear in your room. She, She stays here sometimes. Obviously, since there's like six bras here. What did you think? She has 12 boobs? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here, read this. The Golden Compass. Ages 12 and up. I read it when I was 11, Fight the Power. It's good, I promise. Hey, either you enjoy it or you prove me wrong. Win-win? 
Gabe settles onto the chair, and I settle in at my computer and open iTunes. It's hard to determine the scope of Cody's damage. The kid didn't lie, he did keep a folder of everything he deleted. The thing is, he also renamed every track, stuff like... Just forget about this one, just let it go, .mp3. And... Come on, dude, what? I pull myself together, slip in an earbud, and get to work rescuing my music. It's repetitive, going through track by track, but it's almost soothing. Half an hour in, and the sound of Gabe's breathing, the shush of pages, no longer makes me straighten up in my chair, just fades into a pleasant background hum, like rain, or the ocean, or frying bacon. It's almost like hanging out with Tori when she's in one of her less chatty moods. Unfortunately, as my stomach finally settles, it comes with the reminder that the last thing I ate was some chips off Cody's plate almost 24 hours ago. I tug out the other earbud and swivel around. Gabe is absorbed in the golden compass, head bowed, smiling just a little. Hey, want to order a pizza? Yeah, uh, we could split a large. I can pay. No way in hell. My parents gave me money specifically for tonight. They're seriously that cool with thinking you're dating a dude? They're fine. They love me. It's not a problem. Oh. But I figured, well, I didn't know how you were handling it with your family, so I told my mom you weren't out to them. It distracted her from asking questions, so I played it up, said you were, uh, somewhat miserably closeted at home, so sorry if that's weird. That was, uh, good, good thinking. In fact, you just won yourself a free pizza. <laughs> no, come on. I woke you up. I'm paying. <laughs> Keep your money. What am I going to do with $20? Blow it on drugs or snacks? <sighs> Please, let me do this. There's just no pulling ahead of that. Except the delivery guy rings the doorbell while Gabe's in the bathroom and I seize my chance. I'm so buoyed by my victory and the chance to rub it in Gabe's face, maybe, that when I open the door and see Mike from school, my first instinct is to smile and say, hey man, didn't know you were a pizza guy, how's it going? Hey! What the hell? It's been almost three years, but it all comes back in a heartbeat. That spike of panic, how my throat dries up and my hands shake. Yesterday, Mike was knocking Leslie to the floor without the slightest remorse, and that was in school. Here, there's... Nothing to keep him from beating me to a pulp. And it's clear by the way Mike's standing that he knows this. Um, just, uh, just let me... Where's my... Uh, um, I need to... Just give me the goddamn money. I don't, I don't have my... I, I need to go find... Mike takes a step forward and I choke down a hysterical laugh because suddenly this is a mugging. This is a mugging plus a pizza. This is absolutely the stupidest way anyone will have ever died. <laughs> Please, I, I just Listen, need... homo. Oh, look, pizza's here. This should cover it. My treat, Zach. The smile goes sharper, and I know it's to mess with Mike, but if anything, that just makes it hotter, that underlying edge of defiance and shit, I am so gone. Gabe leans closer to me, 
since it's been such a nice night. You... I need my change. 1857 clean tax, right? So 143? What about tip? Right. Sorry, I always forget. I know it's 20% for waitstaff and barbers. How much do you tip a homophobe? Zero percent, right? Zero? My heart is still hammering. It's taking most of my energy not to hug Gabe or at least throw an arm around those perfect shoulders. Although, given how provocative Gabe's acting, he might actually welcome it. I summon all my courage and fling out one arm. I only realize mid-motion how much taller Gabe is. It's too late to take it back, so I slide my arm around his waist instead. Technically, it's still nothing Gabe hadn't suggested ahead of time. It's half a hug, and Gabe has every opportunity to test out our safe word. He doesn't. He does raise his eyebrows, which is fair, and I think the best way to camouflage this is to make it ridiculous. Oh, Gabe, you're so smart. So good at math. Thanks, babe. I try. And then Gabe is wrapping his own arm around me, palm coming to rest on my hips so casual, like it's not burning a hole through my hoodie, like it's not the one thing I can focus on, tucked cozily against Gabe's side. Mike, give me my change. Leave right now, and we won't tell your manager that you tried to physically intimidate a customer. Whatever. We don't need business from you people. Enjoy your food, homos. Well, I think that went well. Okay. You alright? Yeah. God, what a jerk. He's in U.S. history with me, and he didn't even know the name of the current vice president, which... <laughs> you... you really are alright. Yeah, just hungry. Uh, back to my room? Yeah. By the way, your wallet's in the medicine cabinet. The hell? How'd it wind up there? I put it there. Uh... You weren't going to let me pay, and it was right on your desk, so... Sorry. I didn't think about the pizza coming early, I just... really wanted to pay. I try not to be charmed Gabe essentially stole my wallet out of, like, chivalry. Goes about as well as anything that depends on my willpower. We chew our pizza silently. Maybe it's awkward for Gabe, but I'm not sure I care at this point. It's hard to believe I've only been awake a couple of hours. All I want is to curl up in bed and sleep. My neck is so sore. Think longingly of being a middle school drama kid, all the stretching and trust exercises. I could ask Gabe to form a two-person massage train. Or, for the same emotional effect, I could just repeatedly slam my head into the wall. Gabe probably gives terrible neck rubs anyway, overcautious, impersonal, clammy fingers and insufficient pressure. Not that his hand felt impersonal or clammy on my hip, tugging me closer until I was snug in the half-circle of Gabe's arm. <sighs> I let my head loll back and forth as I chew, trying to free up some of the tension. Gabe glances up mid-bite, then away again, back at the pizza box between us. If I had the slightest idea of what would make you happy... I'd do it, I think. Even if it was idiotic or humiliating, stand on my head, sing the alphabet backwards. Don't you ever do drama or anything? 
No, why? Nothing. You did a good job with Mike. The white knight routine. You're a natural, kid. <laughs> you too. For real? Maybe it was over the top. I think subtlety's lost in a guy who thinks World War I was the first ever war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeesh. <laughs> well, good news is you can probably go back in, like, an hour. Also, you can borrow the book. I mean, since clearly I was right about it, no need to thank me. It's cool. I'm not even going to gloat about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And to be clear, by it, I mean how I was totally mm. right and mm. you were... Mm. Hey, are you watching The Daily Show? Yeah. Uh, can I watch with you? No. I, I mean, you're not, like, forbidden. Uh, the day I got this computer, I spilled half a can of root beer into the speakers and they've never worked since. Hence the earbuds. You only use one earphone at a time. Yeah. If if you want to turn on the computer, I can do something else. No, it's okay, but uh, you're only using half your headphones. We could share. Uh, it's it's fine. Not a big deal. Whatever. No, uh, do you want to? I missed Monday's show. Maybe this will somehow not be excruciating, I think. Holding out the earbud with a flourish. Gabe wrestles the chair next to me. The cord tethers us together. There's no way around how our shoulders knock, arms brushing. I pull up the episode and hit play. <laughs> <laughs> There's something surprisingly intimate about laughter and close proximity. <laughs> I sort of wish I'd known that ahead of time. Sense memory of being crowded up against Gabe as his body shakes was absolutely information I didn't need. <laughs> Gabe smells citrusy. Soap or shampoo or who knows, maybe his pores just naturally give off orange essence. Maybe that's the next step in human evolution. He's a restless TV watcher, shifting in his chair, swinging his foot and... and his laugh is as perfect as everything else about him. <laughs> it's profoundly unfair. It's torture. I kind of want to stay here forever. We watch six more episodes like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude, it's almost ten. We gotta get you home. Uh, right. As I ease onto the subdivision road, Gabe turns to me. So... My parents will want to meet you. Tell them I'm shy. <laughs> Tell them I'm a shy, delicate flower with uh, all these, like, issues from being, what'd you say, miserably closeted. Is this going to make things weird between our moms? Not really. My mom didn't especially like your mom. She said she seemed insincere. <laughs> Ouch, man. Ouch. Mm. <laughs> Did Mike really think World War I was the first war? <laughs> yeah, and that the Ten Commandments were the first laws. <laughs> the teacher tried to back him up on that one. It was ridiculous. Oh, what a dick. Should have listened to me. I would have clued you in. In between misogynistic crap about getting girls. Women aren't Pokemon, asshole. <laughs> Man, you are a trip. Miller. Then left on Hemlock. In case you forget. Again. It's hard to believe this is the same guy that put his armor on my waist a few hours ago. Then again, 
kind of isn't. The second the wheels touch the driveway, floodlights flicker on, lighting up the whole yard and scalding my retinas. Scrunch my face against the spots forming in my eyes. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they came with the house. Nothing like suburban paranoia. Mm. <laughs> hey, uh, see you Monday. Uh, yeah. Dude, I'm not meeting your parents. I know, I know. You said that already. Is, uh, is that their room? With the light on and the curtain, uh, moving a little? Yeah. Mm. Huh. What are the chances they're spying on us? Um, very, very high. <laughs> Uh, but lucky for us, they have a terrible vantage point. <laughs> this is easy. Okay, don't freak out. Uh, why? Trying not to think about it too hard, I lean in, looking past whatever stoic expression Gabe must be making right now, until my lips are almost brushing Gabe's ear. From this angle, to them... Looks like I'm kissing you. <laughs> I pull away, straighten up. Gabe is still sitting there, and I get this flash of panic that maybe I've given too much away. But he just nods distractedly. Huh. <clears throat> See you Monday. When I roll up to my parking spot on Monday morning, Krista is waiting for me with a book and two to-go cups, like it's the most natural thing in the world. Morning! Didn't know if you were a coffee person, so I got you an apple cider. Hope that's okay. I have nothing against cider, but I've never seen the point. At some moment in history, a guy went, Hey, what if we made apple juice hot as soup? And then nobody stopped him. Instinct tells me to take the cup anyway. Is this the he's my friend and if you hurt him you'll pay speech? <laughs> oh, Zachary! Zachariah's Zach attack! You're smart enough, I assumed we could keep it as subtext. Thanks. Maybe. Uh, and uh, thanks for the- Listen, Gabe doesn't do things halfway. If he agreed to date you, it's because he's wild about you. And I'm sorry, Zach. I've been thinking about this and I want to trust you- But you don't. You don't give us a reason to. Did, did we, like, have a fight at some point a, a few years ago? Not exactly. I asked a question in the cafeteria and you barked like a dog at me. For like a minute and a half. Huh. Why? You didn't happen to explain. If it's any comfort, your friends thought it was hilarious. If I was with a group, it was my second run at freshman year, and I was too high to tie my shoes. What'd you ask me? No barking, I promise. If you were trying out for the musical. Uh, you shouldn't, I mean, please don't, like, take it personally. I no, just... we're getting off track. It's fine. Everyone does things freshman year they regret. My point is, with Gabe... I promise I won't bark at him, either. Given how you've mocked him all year, you have to admit, it looks fishy. Are you worried this is, like, a prank or a bet or something? Come on, dude, life's not a WB show. So you're serious. 
I am gonna do the absolute best I can. I'm gonna... I can't say take it seriously, because let's be real, if somebody chopped my nose off, I'd be making nose jokes from here to the hospital, but like, it's important to me, okay? And I promise, if if anyone gets hurt, it's not gonna be Gabe. Oh, if he hurts you, he'll suffer. We're all stuck in the same room for two afternoons a week. Outside the walls of the theater, I've got no time for teen drama. I hadn't stopped to think about what would happen after prom, once we go from fake boyfriends to fake former boyfriends. I don't know if I have the personal strength to show up as Gabe's ex, everyone trying not to look too obvious in their pity and... Okay, that's a lie. I know I don't have the personal strength. I've been wondering how I'm going to make it until prom, but shit, what am I going to do after? I wasn't trying for a showdown, Zack. I really do want to believe you. Except that Krista actually gets people, and that means Krista sees clear-eyed that I'm a jackass, notes something fishy about the whole situation, and shit, I need to step up my game so hard- Look, he acts like nothing bothers him, but he's had a hard year. Be nice to him, okay? What's his first hour? Connie, Con. Why? How does he feel about cider? He loves it. Consumer economics is on the opposite wing from Spanish. I slip in maybe three minutes before the bell. I have to scan the room maybe three times before I finally spot Gabe in the front, hunched over a book, forehead propped on one hand. Hey! Morning, dude. Brought you this, because I am the best boyfriend ever. Thanks. (laughs) Wow. Scott and Mike in your glass? Your con econ sucks. I'm aware. Ah, screw him, man. You're just jealous. Dude. Man. What? You said there would be terrible nicknames, and then you don't deliver. Dude. Oh, yeah? Just try me, baby pie. <laughs> Honey toes. Mm. Poodle hands. <laughs> you weren't kidding. Where's your first hour? Espanol. You've got a minute to get there. Yeah. You're gonna be late. Does seem likely. You'll get in trouble. Yeah, turns out they don't like it when you're dirty. Go, now. (laughs) On it. (laughs) Hey, I had a nice time on Friday. Damn right you did. Gabe's eye roll is visible from across the room, but he's smiling just enough that an outsider might see it as fond. For someone who has never done drama, dude can really sell a smile. My third tardy of the quarter means another detention. Senora Johnson seems weirdly bummed to be punishing me. I get the queasy sense that the rumors must have reached her. When the class breaks into Paris to write their dialogues, she lets me and Tori work in the hallway so readily that I know it's true. Tori lowers herself to the grimy tile floor, spreading her skirt around her. When I sink down next to her, she frowns at my Spanish notebook. The list doodled in the margin. Bunny teeth, cupcake breath. You're putting a lot of effort into this. Do you have cheese pudding yet? How are you so good at this? Natural talent. Hey, do you mind if uh... I write the skit? Whatever. You need to help with my English essay, though. Oh, easy. Write about loss of innocence. 
Doesn't matter what you're reading. Nobody gets to the end more innocent than they started. That's... not terrible. Speaking of innocence, dude, you have got to get your shit out of my room because it looks so shady. Gabe thought we were, uh... Who cares if Gabe thinks we're banging? You're not dating for real. Thanks. That is abundantly clear to me, but thanks. Also, how do you jump from pile of laundry to doing it like animals? Like, what kind of perv just assumes... Look, if talking shit about him doesn't help, I'm out of ideas. Guess I thought you'd find it funnier. You know most of the school thought we were, right? What? Freshman year. She means her freshman year, my second attempt. When we started hanging out? Nobody, like, asked me about it. Just, there was a sudden sharp increase in people calling me a slut. So, like... Whoa, that is so shitty. That is so, so shitty. I mean, welcome to the planet. No, seriously, what kind of bullshit patriarchal double standard? (laughs) Patriarchal what? For some reason, I think I might be blushing. This episode features... Ashton Reed as Zach. Chris Rivera as Gabe. Greg Vinciguerra as Cody. Andy B.C. Emerson as Mike. Regina Renee Russell as Krista. Ishani Konikar as Tori. Directed by Kara Ehlenfeld. Production coordination by Michaela Wannell. Sound effects by Phoebe Izzard-Davey. Audio mixing by Rebecca Lynn. Written by Jessica Best. Zach's narration music is by Kyron Starr. Closing credits music is by Jessica Best and arranged, performed, and produced by Kyron Starr. And I've been Kay Watson, your morning announcements. Thank you, and have a great day, Columbus High. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.